Hi, ever wonder what it's like to work another profession or live in the underworld? Listen to Unsuspecting Riders give a 10 to 15 minute personal masterclass as I spontaneously interview them as they enter my taxi. I'm your host, Simon Rushton, and this is Taxi Chronicles. Yes, we're back with sorry, with another writer, another story today. Uh, well, I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. I'm one of those people uh, being ex-military and fit. Anyway, we've got a lovely light rider called El- Elena. She's very beautiful. And she's going to tell us about her... Don't worry. She's, she's natural beauty. She's going to tell us about her experience with her shoulder. She's going to see the physio now. Nice to have you here today, Elena. Nice to meet you, Simon. Lovely to be in your Uber on these silent, silent apocalyptic streets. <laughs> so I'm on the way to physio because I've got a frozen shoulder. Simon asked me what a frozen shoulder was. I'm not quite sure. What it means is it doesn't work. And the reason it doesn't work is I fell over, wasn't even drunk actually, in September on a hard concrete floor for the first time. And I was holding my bag and I popped it out of its joint. And it was sticking out there and I'd seen die hard. So I knew what to do. And I popped that baby back myself. So just a reminder Much. to the audience. Or you yeah. Oh, no, you remind, you, you, you remind the audience. Come on. What, what do they do? What, how does he do it in Die Hard? Well, in Die Hard, he goes up to a corner, very hard, sharp corner, and he shoves that baby against it very hard until it pops back in. And that, <laughs> let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, is exactly what happens. <laughs> So you you slammed yourself into the... I slammed myself into a corner. Into the corner. Quite hard. And that baby popped back straight in. Was quite painful. A little bit of white pain. Did you hear it? I heard it. Everyone in the room heard it. Everyone went silent and their mouths dropped open. Where were you? It was 7.30. I was at a friend's house at a legal lockdown dinner party. (laughs) And uh, that was at 7.30 and we didn't leave till 1.30. So I carried on the night. Someone had some codeine. And um, I may have had some uh, CBD oil mm. okay. and a few other things, a couple of glasses of white wine, a couple of glasses of red wine, and that baby was fine. In fact, it was so fine that three nights later I danced till three in the morning at my own illegal lockdown birthday party. Okay, you sound like my kind of girl. <laughs> but anyway, then it gets boring after that. But I did bob it back and then I had to have an operation, which was boring because apparently I fractured it at the same time. My surgeon was very impressed, though, that I did manage to pop it back myself. So let me tell you, ladies and gents, all of that, all of those movies that your kids are watching, it's all going to be very instructive at some point when they're 47 and they fall over. I'll pass you back to the lovely chuckling no, I, I, Simon. I I oh, hold on, he might want to ask me another question. So hold on, these, go on. All right, on another note, these parts, OK, these parties... Um, you've been going to I've been dropping people all over yeah. I've been dropping people to the pub yeah the, have you the, yes, yes. Lock, illegal lock-ins yes yes come on <laughs> which ones no, let's no. tell everyone no. I've been dropping people to parties just like yourself yeah, yeah. I think yeah. yeah so have um, no police no police no neighbours coming to the parties trying to shut you down no, um, I mean, I have to admit that those, the one where I fell over was in that brief period between lockdown one, two and three, okay. where I think you were allowed to see two people. However, um, I did go to, 
Um, no one knows who I am, really, do no, they? No. I did go to one on Monday night uh, <laughs> where where it did get... It was a margarita, Mexican margaritas party. Uh, we did shut the shutters, but we were dancing to time after time at three in the morning quite high on mushrooms. So that was quite fun. Felt quite naughty, fight quite behind the bike sheds. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's Yeah, good. So, so there is some fun to be had in lockdown. One has to do it. You've got to make the most of it. You've got to make the most of it. I, on a bit of a... Serious note. Hold on, let me pass you back so you can hear Simon's voice. Today, yeah. When you, when people, she says she lives with her grandparents. Yeah. So I said, does she exercise, or does her grandparents exercise or try and stay healthy? Mm. She said no. So I said, why would you expect everybody else to hinder their life if you're not trying to help yourself? Mm. And and she said, actually, you've got a very good point. Mm. Now I was going to phone in on LBC and raise that point. Yeah. But I haven't, because everybody recognises my voice then. <laughs> Come on, Simon. Grannies to the park. Get out there. Yeah, but they should be, though. Of course be, they should be. should be trying to exercise. At least an hour. Get out there, hobble around the park, keep it going. Keep the blood pumping around. Keep your serotonin levels up, because it's depressing. Yeah. And we need to keep jolly. Did you hear about the woman who got the two women who got arrested? For having the coffee. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, on Friday was my... No, Saturday was my friend's birthday, her 53rd birthday. We don't talk about that, obviously. I took some wine and some cups and some mince pies to Hyde Park and her presents, obviously. We had to sit on a... We did sat on a bench and had the wine and opened the presents. There were three police fans circling us all the time but we were kind of they couldn't drive so when they started to come towards us we'd just pick up our shit and walk on to the next bench (laughs) but it was like oh my god these times are so weird that you're literally having to walk on from police you know you're literally running the you know gauntlet gauntlet, with the police it was quite fun though i have to say (laughs) here they come off we go here they come hide the and then you do kind of funny stretches like you'd start going like that with your glass of what I'm lifting my leg quite high I have to say that's not frozen is it that crutch (laughs) no frozen crutch um and that was quite funny so she we have to open her presents you know in my coat so no one could see and then had our glasses of wine and then put the wine back in the rucksack and then do some stretches as we're drinking the wine yeah in a yeah in a in a in a yeah exactly but yeah these are crazy times Passing you back to Simon Holder, Simon, you I do find it amusing, but growing up in inner London, being stopped by the police was a thing of... Um, everyday occurrence. Everyday occurrence, and yeah. now welcome to my world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now we know what it's all fe- what you all feel like to be like a minority, slightly suspect character, right? Just because you're out. <laughs> Just because you might be smiling with a yeah. friend. Yeah. Yeah. But they're talking about making the lockdown even harder now. How can they make it harder? What, like in France and Spain, like we need papers and stuff. No, they're saying you can't exercise with somebody who doesn't live with you. Well, I do think that that is a bit of a loophole that they shouldn't. I mean, I think that's silly. That, yeah. Because you can get on a bus in a taxi with somebody who doesn't live with you. Yeah. But you can't exercise, which is enhancing your immune system and yeah. making you healthier. Yeah. So we couldn't go and walk in the park together, Simon Zoom. Well, we can sit in a taxi. But we can sit in a taxi like this, doing a podcast. Thank you. Yeah. You see, so. 
They haven't really thought this through. They haven't thought it through. Still, they've had a year. I think it's like Boris's hair. <laughs> yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's all over. It's not thought through that style. It's just totally uncontrollable. Yeah, it is. It is. It's um. Yeah, I think they needed to either be completely strict or not at all. And I think that the in-between stuff is not working, is it? Well, I only think they should be completely strict if the if the vulnerable actually try to help themselves. Yeah. Otherwise, we're just in a yeah. reoccurring situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're overweight, for instance, and you're not trying to lose yeah. weight or do anything, yeah. why would I care about wearing a mask? Yeah, but that's a bit like saying, Go on. you know... But to, yeah, yeah, but you no, can't say that. that. I know, but we're not allowed in this sort of wokey world no, to say anything like that, are we? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you have to you know. call it spade a spade. At the end of the day... Okay, I want to ask you this. Can I ask you this, Simon? Because yeah. this is what I really... Into. I remembered this last night in the bath. Excuse me, I'm in the bath. Okay. Um, <laughs> the, in 1977, we had a street party. Yeah. And in that street party, my sister and I, she's not blonde like me, which was more ridiculous. She's at least got kind of dark skin and dark hair. Oh, I don't know where that came from. But anyway, yeah. uh, we both were dressed up as Red Indians, like with tomahawks and yeah. da, 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 which these days is like... It sounds quite sexy, to be honest. It's really sexy. <laughs> Thank you, Simon. Thank you. Back in the 70s, that wasn't racist, that was sexy. But no, I was five. Anyway... Yeah. That's another thing, but but what was interesting is that now you now that would be totally frowned on, right? You know, two little white girls dressed up as Red Indians, and you oh sorry, you don't say I Red don't Indian, Native so. Americans. You you couldn't do it now, but we were being like Pocahontas. We were like anyway, that's what my parents put us in. But at the same time, I was thinking about this last night. So the street that I grew up in was very was very diverse. So we're, my best friend when I grew up was black. Uh, the neighbours across the road and next to me were a mixed race household, which is quite uh, now in North London. My husband says that's really unusual. It didn't happen in North. This was in Putney, mm-hmm. and so uh, and my next door neighbours, uh, Simon and Julian, who were both black, dressed up as Charlie Chaplin. So yeah, one, one so one rule for one and one for the, uh, that. Surely that's equally would be seen now as equally. Well, I in this crazy, they did white face. They were doing. They were doing. I can't remember whether they white their face. I think maybe they did, but they were like two little black boys dressed up as white characters. We were like two little white girls dressed up as Native Americans. I think it's. And in the seventies, it was cool. No one. It was just like we were dressed up. <laughs> I think it's one of those cases where it's an individual thing. Meaning, yeah, how you look at it. I just look at it as kids having fun. They're idolising something that they like. Poker Hunters or Charlie Chaplin. I love yeah. Charlie Chaplin. I think yeah. he's great. Who uh, doesn't? Thing. Um, other people, someone else might get get you know get upset about something. But then, I would say the person who usually gets upset is usually the person who it's nothing to do with. Yeah. Do you see that? Mm-hmm. So you can. Someone might get upset about something regarding a black person, but they're not. But they don't have black. any understanding they're of what that's like to. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, okay. And they're speaking for a group of people we don't really. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. That would have been my point of view of things. But yeah. each, every case is individual. Yeah, and I suppose, you know, either it's, it's a free world. You can get upset about whatever you like. <laughs>
Yeah. And there's more and more things to get upset about, it seems. Mm. So you're managing the lockdown quite well, then? I am. Quite, I'm quite jolly, aren't I? Yes, you are. I make cards. Oh, I shouldn't say that, because then people can know who I am. I, have a, I, I make stationery, and so I make cards. And every day I make another card, like a different sort of lockdown card. Okay. They might say things like, happy fucking lockdown, or back to Pornhub again, or... <laughs> You know, they're quite funny, I think. I mean, trying to make light of the situation, Simon. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to kind of, you know, have fun, do what we can do. There's lots to do still when nothing's to do. Right, for example, the other night, my little boy was getting really despondent and a bit upset and a bit like, and I was like, well, what can we do? Where can we take him? I know. Food shops are open, right? Food shops are essential. So what's the fanciest, most theatrical food shop you could go to? Fortnum and Mason. Drive there, no traffic on the road, park right outside, go into Fortnum and Mason, it, have it completely to yourself. There's no one in there but a thousand staff. What is that? It's chocolate shop. It's chocolates, it's meat, it's cheeses, it's wines, it's ice cream parlours, mm-hmm. and there's no one in there. And all the staff are so bored, they're so happy to have someone there. They're teaching my kid about hanging meat and about slicing salmon, about. So we have this like educational and beautiful theatrical experience that you couldn't have outside lockdown because that place is just rammed and you'd never go you know but it was really special and kind of you know and you're a great mum thinking outside the box oh that's sweet he calls me a shit mum but um and i think he's got a point 13 okay you'll never hear mum you're always in a park with a friend But no, but that's you know yeah. one's got to keep yeah, one's got right, to keep exactly. one's one's got to keep happy, Simon. Yeah. Um, uh, I've got no judging here, no judging. No. So you know we do Shit's Creek and Fortnum and Mason together, okay. and that's nice. He, 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 he loved it. it. Okay, he loved good. it. We tried all these different like chocolates, and we spoke to all the staff, and it just it was great. I mean, it was just nice, and it was also legal. Yeah, I think. Well, you know what it is. People can always find ways of getting around something. I saw a video with a lot yeah. of views on the corner, about fifty of them. Yeah. The police come along to try and move them along, and they all yeah. started to jump in the air and exercise. Oh, the that's brilliant! Didn't know what to that's say. funny. <laughs> you see, I think, I think, you know, I think humans are really resilient, and they're, fu- you know, they can, you know, I think, I think, with a little bit of ingenuity, you can get around anything, can't you? Yeah, yeah, you can Anywhere make, here, Simon, would be brilliant. The most of things, yeah, you really can, right? Well, thanks for that. Simon, it was a joy to meet you. Much I look forward to looking re-looking your podcast. What am I looking for when I want to when Taxi I want to, to your other ones? We hope you liked that interview. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe to get the latest daily episode. Ever considered investing in a continent with the fastest growing economy and population on Earth? The same continent that holds 30% of the world's known natural resources? Then listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where you will hear real investors with real stories from around the world share their experience of investing in Africa. We post Monday and Thursday at 10am.